right now in America, I would say are probably living in an increased or an altered mental state, and it's an emotional state. And one of the big concerns that a lot of people have that I've been listening to just in recent days and weeks are a concern about the World Economic Forum's renewed focus on this thing that they're calling disease X. Now, that term is getting a lot of attention right now on social media. And for that reason, I think that it would be a worthy topic to really try to discuss today and get a handle on. The question I guess we have to answer is that, is this mysterious disease something that we should be worrying about? I mean, is this something that's going to get us all in the end, wipe out um, the world population as we know it? Is it time to mask up again? Because you've seen it. You've seen some states pushing the mask once again. It's that COVID season now. It's not the flu season. It's the COVID season. And maybe some are suggesting that we should once again distance ourselves from each other. Maybe we should lock down again. <clears throat> ha, I'm being utterly facetious, not hardly. But let's face it, the leftist elites do want you to believe that that time is coming again. They want you living in a state of fear because they want to control you. And that's exactly why they're wanting to put the world into a panic about disease X. And therefore, you need to know what this really is and what it is not, because that's important, too. Well, welcome to Unity Without Compromise. I'm Dr. Steve LaTulip. Remember, in the state we are in, currently living in, it's all about fear and control. And the leftists who are pushing their agenda with a rabid fever because they know their time is limited. They know their time is running out in this election year. And the things could become drastically hindered for them, turned upside down overnight if this election turns out the right way. And so let's get at it and try to understand what disease X really is and what it is not. So let's have no misunderstandings or confusion about what disease X really is. Now, if you recall, let's just go back a little. Remember that the COVID legacy is one of darkness. It, this is going to go down in history as an utterly dark and grim time, not just in America, but in the entire world. We saw in countries like Australia, where absolute communist persecution took place, where people were invaded in their homes, dragged out of their homes physically and violently. They were locked up. They were forced to, to take a bioweapon COVID shot that was extremely harmful to them. And the great majority of the world participated in this, and the governments forced it upon many people, but not all. And that's encouraging to me. But let's be honest, the COVID pandemic was extremely successful at destroying countless millions of human beings globally, including right here in the United States. 
the SARS-CoV-2 virus did actually kill a small percentage of the weak and the medically compromised people, mostly elderly people. But if we can analyze it properly and see what really happened, we understand that the overwhelming majority of people who died during the globalist-created pandemic, and I'm just using the more benign term died, okay? I'm not using the term murdered, but if I were to be more accurate, I probably would use the term murdered because they were, number one, refused treatment, many of them. Remember when they told you to go home? Oh, yeah, I'm sick. I can't breathe. I've got chest pressure, chest tightness. I'm coughing like crazy. I feel lousy. I feel miserable. I'm here at the emergency department or at the urgent care clinic for treatment. And what did they tell you? They told you to go home, quarantine for two weeks. And when your lips turn blue, go to the hospital. But because many, many millions and millions of people were refused treatment, they got really sick. They suffered unnecessarily. And there was perhaps harm done to them because of a lack of treatment. That did not need to be. So if you have elderly people dying for lack of treatment, refusal to treat, I mean, isn't that some form of murder? It's allowing to take place what didn't need to happen. And so, you know, maybe I'm pushing the limit on that when using that term. But let's take it to those people who did go home in quarantine, who did get very sick, and who entered the hospitals for treatment. Now, I am, I've reviewed several hospital cases. I have specifically gone page for page looking at a couple of cases right now with lawsuits pending. And I am telling you that these people who entered the hospital and who were treated according to a pervasive NIH protocol that was present, it was set in place in virtually every hospital in the country. These people were victimized and they were murdered in the hospital. It was premeditated. It was planned. But it is the most clandestine operation that I have ever seen. I mean, this is, goes beyond a Tom Clancy uh, novel in the evil that they did, how they covered it up, how they made it look innocent and how they subtly but cohesively collaborated to murder people in the hospitals. Now, that's a serious charge that I'm making, but I'll stand by it. Because during the pandemic, those who entered the hospitals, many of them were intentionally given a deadly treatment, they called it, protocol designed by the National Institute of Health and murdered by the messenger RNA bioweapons that were produced by Pfizer, by Moderna, by J&J, and by Big Pharma, the pharmaceutical company, for example, that produced remdesivir, that became mandatory treatment. You had to, you had to stand up and strongly refuse it. And even then, some people were given it against their will. And this is one of the lawsuits going forward right now in a hospital in Arizona. 
They point blank refused remdesivir and then received the treatment that they refused. And how do they do that? Well, there was certainly no informed consent given, and there was a denial of the rights of every patient to refuse any treatment whatsoever. And they were given it anyway. Now, that is what I call murder. The CDC and the FDA called the shots, remember, safe and effective. But people who took the shots are still now succumbing every day to the intentional side effects from these shots. This bioweapon was created, designed specifically through bioengineering to cause harm. And the death shots are likely going to continue to do their damage for years to come and possibly for decades to come, if we can just be honest. And that's a scary thought for anyone who has taken one shot. And the risk goes up if you took two shots. Up further, if you took three shots or four or more, and some people have taken gobs of these shots. I mean, they would continue to take them thinking somehow they're getting a benefit. Oh, thank God, I'm still alive just because I took the shots. And this is foolish. This is pure foolishness, but this is the deceit that has gone on with this dark COVID legacy that has overshadowed all of America and, in fact, the entire globe. So overall, the entire COVID-19 attack, it was a global attack on an unsuspecting world that believed that medicine and government had their best interest in mind. But it did a lot of damage to all people of all ages, the very young, remember the kids who don't die from COVID, even the novel SARS-CoV-2 coronavirus, um, it doesn't kill them. Yet they were forced to lock down, to mask up, to stop attending school. They isolated these kids who became socially deficient, emotionally unstable, and harmed because of the psychological effects of this stuff, in addition to the masking, which does cause its own problems. And I treated many of them. But now, look at what it has done. It did do damage to people of all ages. It broke the spirit of many people. Many people just gave up and said, oh, well, the party's over. There's nothing I can do. And because of that, because of that feeling of defeat, the Globalist elites and all those who were involved in this genocide, this global genocide, I call it the global holocaust, and that includes Anthony Fauci and Bill Gates and anyone who pushed the COVID shots. And I am sad to say that involves 85% or more of even the American physicians, those who are in organized medicine. They're guilty of this genocide. And that is beyond my comprehension to this day, how so many could participate in such evil. But they did it, and they are still willing to do it. And because they did it, they killed and maimed over 17 million people globally, and they caused millions more to grieve the loss of their loved ones and to perhaps lose hope in any future. <clears throat> It appears to have caused a whole lot of infertility, and we've yet to see that. But I think that that is actually going to come forth 
And we are going to see the fertility rate or the fecundity rate, as it's called in medicine, it's going to decline rapidly. And it already has in many nations where the vaccines were rampant, where they were forced upon the people, like in Australia, in European countries, in China, the, the fertility rate has gone way down. And we are yet to see the final outcome of that. But I think that we're in trouble with our younger generation because they bought into it. And many of the young children were vaccinated by their parents. They were not protected by their own parents, their parents being deceived utterly. And that's what we have to fight. That's what we have to avoid because that is what disease X is really all about. We saw that COVID-19 this man-made pandemic caused all kinds of deaths, all kinds of illness, all kinds of infertility, lung disease, heart disease, skin disease, because of the nature of the injection going throughout every organ of the body, thanks to this lipid nanoparticle technology. But every bit of this happened, every single bit of it happened because of one very simple thing. We complied. See, they could never have pushed this through. They never could have accomplished the genocide that they caused if we had simply stood our ground and stood against them. But the world was duped. Those who did speak were quickly censored, shut down, locked down, destroyed, including myself. And people did not listen to those who were telling the truth, because I guess there were just too few of us and nobody wanted to believe that just a few could be speaking the truth when the majority are saying just the opposite. And so we have paid a tremendous, horrific price because of that deception. And now they're telling us they want to do it to us again. And they surely We'll try to do it. I guarantee you. We are in the year 2024. There is an election coming up. And look at what just happened with the Iowa caucus. Hmm. Kind of scary for the deep state. Whoa. Even Barack Obama and his numbskull wife, who is truly a racist, along with Barack Obama, they are concerned. They're shaken up. Ooh, the plan isn't quite working out in the way that they'd like it. And so they are as uncertain about this election as we are. And of course, we, the conservatives, are concerned because of corruption in the ballot box. We are, it is a fight that nobody knows the outcome. What will it bring us? We don't know. But back to disease X, because they have to keep us living in fear in order to control us, to distract us, to, to pull us away from the truth. And so let's just define di disease X. Now, they call it disease X because that just that, that term, disease X, is intentionally very elusive. They don't want you to know what it really is. And quite honestly, they themselves 
at this point, at least, probably don't know yet what it's going to be or what it is. But you can be certain that their dark scientists are working on it. And you can be certain that the majority of the medical field, professionals, the majority of the, the best medical journals we have, they will back it. They will fully support it. And so you are on your own to decide for yourself what you are going to do with disease X. But they don't, know, want, you, they don't want you to know what it is because the fear of the unknown is just so incredibly powerful. If they can get you to, to just wonder, oh no, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? Well, how do they define it? Um, it's unknown, but that being said, here's how the World Health Organization defines disease X. And this comes straight from their website, and I encourage you to go see it. I will post it in an article that I write with this program. And the article is called Prioritizing Diseases for Research and Development in Emergency Context. Hmm, that sounds fitting. And on this website, they state that disease X represents the knowledge that a serious international epidemic could be caused by a pathogen currently unknown to cause human disease. Ah, this is like COVID-19 all over again, maybe, right? They are intentionally vague. A pathogen, they say, currently unknown to cause human disease. See, that's what they're working on in the bio labs. This is the next bioweapon that they are working on. They don't have perhaps the bug ready to go. It's going to be unknown because they will not tell you what it is. They want you to be mystified so that you are scared. You cower down. You do whatever the government tells you to do. And so it has to be an unknown disease, a mystery disease that will just scare the living heebie-jeebies out of you but it's going to be a new bioweapon and they have already primed you for fear. And they do it in this article by listing nine, what they call priority diseases plus disease X. So they got a, a list of 10 things there. Number 10 being disease X. And if you know a little about microbiology and epidemiology, you know, immediately from this list that they present to you, they are lying to you. They are blowing smoke in your face. They are up to their usual no good. And I want you to be aware of that. There is a simple little thing that I call the pandemic principle, and it is just this. A highly virulent infectious agent can never, never cause a pandemic. In other words, if there is a really bad bug out there and it's dangerous, it's lethal, it's never going to spread into a, a pandemic. See, virulence refers to the severity of disease. How sick are you going to get if you catch this bug, this virus? But the word infectious pertains to capable of being easily spread. And so the greater the virulence, the lower its infectious potential, simply because if a virus kills off its host, it's, if it's very deadly, then when you kill the host, you cannot spread the disease. You have to have people interacting socially, going out, still going to work, still doing their thing in order for the disease to spread. Now, uh, among that list of nine 
bugs that are their priority bugs, they list, for example, Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever, and then two other hemorrhagic fever uh, viruses, Ebola virus and Marburg virus. Now, these are all highly virulent bugs, and therefore, their infectivity is very low. The Ebola virus case fatality rate has been reported to be as high as 90%. Now, that's a pretty high kill rate, but it requires direct contact with blood or body fluids to spread. In other words, it's going to probably infect caregivers or family members who are failing to use good contact precautions when they are touching, handling these patients. They have to come in to an intimate direct contact with the patient to get the, the virus themselves, see? So that's not likely to spread across the entire globe. It just won't happen. An example of a highly infectious bug of low virulence is coronavirus. Coronavirus typically has been one of the causes of the common cold for which we have no cure because it mutates so rapidly. But there's new talk about this viral virulence evolving. Now, it's very interesting because this is more manipulation of the mind. In other words, they're, say, they're, they're trying to get you to question, are the rules of biology somehow changing? All of a sudden, there is an article that I will post that, that suggests that the SARS-CoV-2 virus may be evolving and they're suggesting that, oh, it could be much more dangerous the next time around. And, you know, the common sense answer is that the virus was actually genetically manipulated and the follow-on bioweapon, the messenger RNA shots, have painted a false picture about virulence, making it look much worse than it really was. And what they are doing is challenging this long-standing dogma that highly virulent strains of virus tend toward becoming less virulent when they have mutated. And that has been a general trend that we have held to for decades upon decades upon decades. And so more common sense would lead us to ask, is it a coincidence that the microbial world has suddenly changed the way it acts? Or is this just more propaganda to push a potentially expedient narrative? In other words, can we trust the science? Can we even call it science? Because when they tell you to trust the science, they themselves ignore science. There's no good science in manipulation of people's minds. And that's what Anthony Fauci did. That's what Bill Gates does. Bill Gates is not a scientist. He's a businessman. He's a corrupt businessman who will gladly kill off as many people as necessary to make money. That's what he does. He is a sociopath by definition. So what we have with disease X is simply a collaboration between the World Health Organization and between the World Economic Forum and perhaps the United Nations and the United States government with its health agencies like the CDC, like the NIH, and all the lower state government agencies that are complicit in this evil. Yes, we have collaboration between a lot of people to implement this never-ending goal of a one-world order. 
That is how they are organized. That is what we have seen play out with the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, what's the origin of disease X? Well, the term was coined actually by the World Health Organization in 2018, and they called it the, quote, the next unknown disease of epidemic potential. And they said it was a hidden but inevitable creeping danger. See, there's the fear factor. They want you to worry about, ooh, what's this next disease going to be? Remember that Bill Gates said that COVID-19 was just a precursor, just a little sampling of things to come. It was a test for them. Can we pull this over on the world? And now they have their answer. Yes, they did pull it off and they pulled it off very well because they got the world to comply. So this hidden but inevitable creeping danger is some new bioweapon that they're going to try to generate and try to spread around the world and have it do as much harm as possible. But I assure you that you must understand that the potential for harm comes not so much from the virus, but from the fear that the virus generates, the behaviors that result from that fear, and ultimately also from the treatment that they will offer you to protect yourself from the virus, and it will all be a lie. The World Health Organization has been striving really hard. They want to obtain full control globally of all the nations. And they have told us they wanted to do this via this treaty, a treaty that defines its power, that is the power of the WHO, based on new international rules for covering the next pandemic. Now, they have 194 member states who met recently for the special session that they had to try and push this. If they had their way, their power would absolutely supersede that of our Constitution. I hope you understand and realize how dangerous a position that is. That means that a foreign entity a global foreign entity tells us what we can and cannot do, tells us how we must live, where we can and cannot go, whether or not we can buy or sell. They will bring back the social credit score, only it'll be much more pervasive this time. If they had their way, they would toss out the Constitution and they would become the global rule of law in the entire land of the world. But they will call it being a good global citizen. Now, I call it slavery to a world dictator, and I will forever call it that. I will forever fight it. But they aren't going to give up on this. They are pushing for it. That is the goal of disease X. Because disease X 
is really an ideology of global proportions in order to overthrow the world, to introduce the one world order or the great reset. So if we can understand that principle, maybe we can do something about it. I'm going to take a short break and I'll return to discuss who's to gain from disease X, who's to lose from disease X, and how we can actually protect ourselves from it. It's not what you think. The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio.
This is Unity Without Compromise. I'm Dr. Steve Latour. I would encourage you to please visit our tremendously newly updated website at americaoutloud.news. You can go there and find uh, some just amazing authors, amazing podcasters who are really reaching out, giving everything they've got to help you to understand what's really going on in our world. And when you access those articles and those podcasts, I would encourage you please to spread them because we have a message to get out. And from the looks of things, it appears to me that people truly are beginning to get the message. And I find that extremely encouraging. And I am so happy and proud to be a part of the team of Patriots who will dare to take a stand, who will dare to speak up at a time when speaking up can be bad for your health, both physically, mentally, economically, and otherwise. So please do your best to spread the good news, the good word. Remember that we are a nation under God, and it all goes back to that. If we don't get back to God, we simply are not going to be a nation that persists as a free republic. It's that simple. Well, today I'm talking about disease X, what it is and what it ain't. And I think it's very important that we really understand that disease X is not a specific virus. It's not any specific pathogen whatsoever, really. The crux of disease X is an agenda to put the world into a state of fear such that we are so afraid of what could happen to our bodies, our health, that we submit to this world government and do whatever they tell us to do. And as we do that, they are leading us down the path to the slaughterhouse. And we have to recognize that for what it is. So when we talk about disease X, we are not talking about a specific virus. In fact, you know that they are trying to generate fear because among the list of convenient viruses that they have listed along with disease X, what they call the priority diseases, many of those diseases are in no way capable of creating a global pandemic. And that's what pandemic means. It is everywhere across the globe, the spread of the disease. And the hemorrhagic fever viruses, for example, do not have that kind of infectivity. They cannot possibly spread across the world. That's why in 2014, they did have an epidemic of Ebola virus, for example, and the Ebola virus case fatality was very high. It was as high as 90%, but it didn't go very far because it did not have the capability of spreading into a worldwide infectious disease. But the globalists who have their agenda have a reason for pushing disease X. There are certain people who have an awful lot to gain from disease X. And that's why you're going to hear a lot more about it. That's why they introduced the term, because it gives them a whole bunch of latitude 
to get people fired up and scared, primed for obedience to the rogue entities that exist in our world. The globalists, like the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab and company, remember, they told us, be happy and you will own nothing. Right. That's that's the way the world's going to be. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Only the elites will be happy and own everything, including you and me. That's what they want. They either want us as their slaves or they want us dead. Because if we are not serving them directly, then we are just useless eaters. And that is pure communist doctrine. If we do not serve the government, we are a liability, a threat, something to be destroyed. And that's what disease X is about. Who else has to gain much from disease X? Well, absolutely big pharma. Remember, the secret to control and power lies not in the pathogen or the virus, the bacteria, whatever it may be, but in the treatment. And that involves the big pharmaceutical companies. Remember, they made billions and billions of dollars off of COVID-19. And they did a tremendous amount of damage in doing it. The mortality, for example, from the Spanish flu did not result from the influenza virus. It resulted from the treatment. Remember the pandemic principle. If there is a pandemic, you have low virulence. The virus is not in and of itself deadly. And we saw that even with the genetically modified bioweapon that they created to cause harm. Despite all of this, the overall survivability of COVID-19 was greater than 97%. Some argue it was much greater than that because of the deception. Many, many deaths from COVID-19 were not actually deaths caused by the virus, but by the treatment and by the lack of proper treatment. If you understand that principle, you will not fear a pandemic. The mortality from COVID-19 came from the shots, what they called safe and effective vaccines. If you were unfortunate enough to trust the hospitals and be admitted to a hospital, they wanted to kill you with remdesivir. And all of the evidence pointed to the lethality, the ability to kill of remdesivir. And that's why they chose it as the primary treatment to take you down, to put you in the grave. So, Big Pharma has an awful lot to gain from this. Governments also have a lot to gain, such as the United States government, our federal government. Now, they specifically state that bioterrorism attacks could also result in an epidemic. Huh, great revelation, right? That's exactly what happened with COVID-19. It was a bioterrorism attack sponsored funded by Anthony Fauci and his rogues in the NIAID. 
Who caused the COVID bioterrorism attack? Our government. They moved it to China, to Wuhan, because they knew they were breaking the law. They got caught. And Fauci had to protect himself from prison. The man should be swinging from a noose for what he did. In Nuremberg too, the trials are still due. And I hope they do come. Because Fauci gained an awful lot from COVID-19, from the pandemic. He will likely benefit for all of his life for the evil that he caused until he meets God. And then he'll wish he hadn't. Hospital CEOs are another group of people who profited immensely from COVID-19, from the pandemic. They got kickbacks galore. They were eager to do it then, and they are eager to do it again because they worship the God money. Every COVID patient that they could label as COVID didn't matter if you came into the emergency department with a hangnail. If they could put a COVID label on you, they made money and lots of it. A COVID patient was cash in the bank. And another group that gains tremendously from a man-made pandemic are the big businesses. Look at who flourished throughout the pandemic? Amazon, Walmart, Costco, right? All the big companies. The little guys, the family businesses got shut down. That was no accident. That was all by design so that they could destroy you by all means possible. So what's their plan now? Well, they want another pandemic, first of all. We are in the primetime season for this right now. It is election season, right? And they are more desperate than ever with President Trump running again and looking like, you know what? He's doing pretty well. Now, a lot of you disagree with Trump. A lot of you may not want to vote for him, but I'm telling you, if you choose to vote for somebody else, you are signing the death certificate of America. That's my strong feeling. I want to save America. God is acting behind the curtains, and God can use anyone. Remember that. Look at what they do. Look at the fruits they produce, and use your brain that God gave you. What's their plan? Well, they want to refine the messenger RNA technology, and they are likely getting much better at that game. Biolabs are being produced everywhere. According to a Science Journal article, the number, and I, this is a quote, the number of high containment labs studying the deadliest known pathogens is booming. A new, a new analysis warns the growing number of labs is raising the risks of an accidental release or misuse of germs such as Ebola and Nipah virus. Now, again, highly lethal viruses, low infectivity, but they will manipulate them, use them, to try and deceive you, to make you think that your life is in their hands so that you will do what they tell you to do, and then they will kill you. 
there is a biosecurity expert named Philippa Lensos. He's a King's College in London uh, professor, apparently, who started the Global uh, Biolabs Mapping Project in 2021, a couple of years ago. And um, he exposed how many of these labs are now flourishing because they have come into their time. This is the new warfare. And the potential for harm is amazingly great. And what are their practical goals? Well, they want to produce a genetically modified, highly infectious bug, a virus, that will cause greater damage than, uh, to the world population than would any naturally occurring virus. I mean, that's just their game. That is the nature of biowarfare. And that's exactly what they did with COVID-19. But let's remember this. When they are producing a bioweapon, they are human beings too. And they can be caught in their own web. They could be actually killed by their own virus if they were to come in contact with a highly lethal bug. And so they themselves must somehow be able to protect themselves from their own bioweapon. Now, that's a problem. And how do they do that? Well, there's a lot of talk about it, especially among the medical circles that uh, I frequent. They talk about race-selective viruses and so forth. And they presume that these would limit, uh, you know, the ability to maybe affect certain types of races, but, you know, as soon as you try to do that, if it were possible to do that, then you have just limited the per pervasive lethality of the virus. So, you know, it's a, it's a two-edged sword. If they want to produce something that's going to kill everybody but not themselves, well, that's a challenge for them. And they're aware of that. And, of course, when I tell you that the virus is not the real threat, it is the treatment well, all they have to do is not take the treatment. Just like in our government, we saw that all the government leaders were not forced to take the vaccine to keep their jobs like everybody else, right? No, you're exempt. Well, why is that? Come on, common sense. We got to just think about what they are doing to us, what they are scheming against us. They are trying to destroy us and protect themselves. So we just got to not be stupid and open our eyes to what is really happening. The only other option for these people to not be caught in their own web, to not be killed by their own bioweapon, is to have some kind of either an effective prophylactic protocol to prevent them from catching it, or they have to have an effective antidote or treatment if they do get infected. Okay, But it is a logistical problem that they face. They are human beings as well. They can make mistakes. They can be exposed, but I guarantee you, They'll do everything they can to protect themselves because these people are cowards. Let's face it. They are cowardly little minions uh, of those who want to rule the world. And they consider themselves to be the elites. So they don't have to follow the rules and they will never subject themselves to the same rules as everybody else. But let's just get right down to it. How in the world do we protect ourselves? How do you protect yourself? from disease X and the next pandemic. That's what I want to get to right now. Well, first of all, let's make it really clear. Let's recognize what this is. This is a, the disease X is a disclosure to us. 
they are actually telling us what they are planning to do to us. Now, that's really good from a military strategy uh, viewpoint. If, if you can figure out what your enemy is doing, how they plan on attacking you, you've got great leverage there to fight the uh, opposition, okay? So they have told us they are planning a pandemic. We know how they're going to do it. We know the tactics they are going to use because they already had the trial run and it was extremely effective. So they're not likely to deviate from it. And we have to recognize that disease X is simply going to be a follow-on to COVID to the genocide plan through biowarfare. So we know exactly what they're doing. We know that disease X is a huge, huge money-making scheme. Many billions and billions of dollars are going to be made off of your fear. And disease X is a strategic plan to conquer the world, involving world organizations, the globalists, and a great reset, ultimately. It is tyranny of the global elites, as opposed to tyranny of the masses, okay, such as in a democracy, which the United States is not. But disease X is tyranny on a global scale, and that is what we do wish to avoid. So how do you protect yourself? Number one, recognize what it is. Number two, recognize what it isn't. It is certainly a surefire tactic. It requires uh, cooperation for success. It is, excuse me, it is not a surefire tactic, is what I'm saying. Your cooperation is essential to this working for them. And that is why they bribed you with donuts and lottery tickets to take the shots, for example. This is why they forced you to wear masks so that they could control you. And they did everything in their power to make your life absolutely miserable if you didn't do exactly as they told you to do. That's why they had the mandates. That's why they made an example of me and took me down because I exposed them publicly early on. But recognize that disease X is not a master plan by masterminds. In many ways, these people are simpletons. Klaus Schwab's right-hand man, for example, Noah Yuval Harari, is not a brainchild. This guy's not bright. His science is very, very weak. He has very, virtually none. And his understanding of the human mind, which he claims to tell us you know, everything about it, his understanding of the human mind is very shallow. And his own brain is severely flawed and twisted, such that he is a mentally unstable specimen of a human being. All right. But he's telling us that we are useless eaters, that we are hackable animals, that we are worthless, and that we can be manipulated, controlled, and killed at their will. Yeah, what Noah Yuval Harari is, is an expert at deception. Lying is his specialty, and doing evil is his whole life. He is nothing more than a sexual pervert, as are so many of these we are finding out. He is a fool who says there is no God, and the Bible says that he who says there is no God is a fool. So it's not my opinion, that's God's opinion. And I think he's right. 
and he is a pathetic student of human nature. He does not understand the, the desire for freedom in the human heart. And so do you want to protect yourself from disease X? Well, here's what I suggest. And it's very simple. There are three simple points that actually will protect you. Number one, do not believe the lie. They will again try to convince you that unless you do what they say, you will die. You will infect others. You will be punished for social noncompliance. Remember the social credit scores? They're going to hit us hard with that. They will deceive you. They will bribe you. They will threaten you. And if possible, they will punish you. All to persuade you to believe their lie. Now, God has warned us very explicitly, and I encourage you to read 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, and verse 11 says, God will send upon them a deluding influence so that they will believe what is false in order that they may all be judged who did not believe the truth, but took pleasure in wickedness. So the deceivers are going to deceive many, but you will be deceived only because of your willingness to comply with the lie. And if you believe the lie, you bring judgment on yourself and you seal your own fate right here on earth and hereafter. So number one, do not believe the lie. Point number two, do not comply. This is so simple, isn't it? I mean, this is nothing, no rocket science here. Just simply don't comply. They are going to tell you to lock down, mask up, social distance, close your business, take the miracle shot, remember, of course, which will be safe and effective, according to their definition. They will turn neighbor against neighbor, have you report others who are not complying. They will bribe you, humiliate you, threaten you, and try to punish you. But you must resist. Do not comply period. Point number three, and this is very simple as well. Just live your life. Refuse to live in fear. Are you prepping? How much, how much energy do you put into prepping? Oh, you know, I, I'm preparing for the worst. I'm storing up foods. I'm storing up gobs and gobs of medication. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. How, are you prophylaxing yourself? against whatever might hit you are taking all these supplements and pills and this and that, because I got to protect myself. It's just a matter of time. They're going to kill me. I'm going to die. Well, look, I'm a medical doctor and I've taken nothing, no supplements, no prophylaxis, nothing. And I treated COVID with hundred percent success. All my patients got better in one week, one week. Wow. Did I isolate myself from others? No, I never masked in my clinic. I encourage people to not mask because the science shows that it is worthless, it is useless, but it is symbolic of submission to this rogue government faction. Remember that deception and greed can come from both sides of the fence also. Be aware of those who might capitalize on your fear no matter who they are, okay? Be careful of that because imposters take on many forms. And I'll just leave that at that for you to deal with. But if you want to survive disease X, don't believe the lie. Do not comply. 
and live your life without fear. Oh, and one other thing. This was posted recently on social media, and I loved it. Say a prayer and load your gun. I think that's good advice. Well, the year is 2024. You are listening to Unity Without Compromise. I'm Dr. Steve Latulip. To God or adieu.